Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. My sisters and I recently planned a trip for our families to celebrate our parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Our families live all over the country, and it's not often we're all able to get together. So having a big family vacation seemed like a great way to celebrate with our parents. The challenge was putting together a vacation that four separate families, ages ranging from 16 to 72, would enjoy. Now, we all get along fairly well, and most things went smoothly for us, but there were a few lessons we learned on the trip. To help you learn from our successes and mistakes, today's episode is focused on logistical tips to help you survive a multifamily vacation. Now, I say these are logistical tips because I'm going to assume that you like and get along with the other families you choose to vacation with. Traveling can be super stressful, so hopefully you're choosing to do it with the people you enjoy spending time with. Real quick, I do want to say thank you to today's sponsor, emails.com. Back to school means back to the dinner table scramble, but it doesn't have to because emails has the solution. Their weekly meal plans eliminate all the decision-making stress by featuring seven simple, healthy dinner menus and a matching grocery list to simplify your life. Email saves you time and money, and you'll have your family enjoying home-cooked meals together every night. One thing I didn't know is that email subscribers actually save $1,000 a year on their annual grocery bill. How cool is that? Now, you can try emails for free. For 14 days, head on over to emails.com to sign up. It only takes a couple minutes to solve your dinner time dilemma. I'll give you that at the end of the podcast as well, but just remember emails.com. Now, back to the tips. Tip number one how to decide on a location. Before our trip started, we had our first squabbles. Determining a location where everyone wants to go, plus has enough time to get to, and is within budget, was a challenge. To help us decide, we started with the one essential thing we wanted to be near, which was water. We originally thought we wanted to be near an ocean, but California was out of budget, Florida would be too humid, and each of the other places along the coast were rejected by one or more people in our group. We started looking inland and settled on the Great Lakes area, specifically Sandusky, Ohio. Now, this area had affordable vacation rental homes, lots of sightseeing and outdoor activities, as well as Cedar Point Amusement Park. It seemed like a great fit for our family with such a wide range in age. When you're planning your multifamily vacation, talk with the families about the must-haves of the trip. Also, discuss budgets and the amount of time everyone is able to spend at the location. Once you have these basics, start doing some initial research into accommodations in a few different areas. Are there accommodations available during the time you want to travel? Can you afford the rates they have advertised? Based on the initial searches for accommodations, hopefully one or two destinations will start to stand out and be easily agreed upon. Tip number two, book enough space. We booked a vacation rental home in Sandusky that looked great, but we knew it was going to be a little tight on space. We had three couples, a single adult, and three teenagers. When we booked the house, it had three bedrooms and three sofa beds. When we showed up, though, we found that the owners had added two additional bedrooms in the basement and created two built-in beds in the spaces under the roof. We could have easily made it work with the three bedrooms and three couches, But I can tell you with 
absolute certainty that we were able to enjoy the vacation much more because everyone had their own space. If you're staying anywhere longer than a couple nights, make sure that everyone has a designated space not only to sleep, but also where they can retreat when they need alone time and where they won't be kept awake by the night owls and the early birds. Also, make sure you have at least one bathroom per every four people. Having more than four people share one bathroom is doable, but it will almost certainly require creating a schedule to make sure each person has an opportunity to get ready in privacy. Tip number three is to plan half your meals. As a person who loves to plan, I wanted to plan out every single meal that our family would eat together. I thought it would be great to get everything planned, then go shopping one time and be set for the week. What we discovered, though, was that we ended up grabbing food while we were out exploring more often than we expected. Luckily, we were able to send the extra food home with one of my sisters who lived only a couple hours away from our vacation spot, but this is something that happens frequently with vacation rentals. When my company cleans vacation rentals, we often find tons of uneaten food. Save money by purchasing only one or two days of food at a time, not an entire week's worth of food. Likewise, if you're planning on eating out for most of your meals, don't plan every meal in advance. Inevitably, plans are going to change at some point, and having flexibility for people to split up and eat in smaller groups is going to be appreciated. Tip number four. One cook in the kitchen. While we're talking about food, we need to talk about the cooking process, which will only apply if you're renting a vacation rental home. My family is full of super helpful people. We're from the Midwest, so that's what we do. On the first day we were all together, one of us started cooking, and three more people jumped into the kitchen to help. What ensued was a disaster because there were literally too many cooks in the kitchen. For each meal, designate one person to do the actual cooking. Then, the only people allowed in the kitchen are the ones the cook specifically asks to help for certain tasks. If there's an outdoor grill, a second cook can do the grilling while the first cook is doing all the stovetop work. No matter how helpful your group is, having too many people in the kitchen is a recipe for disaster. Tip number five is to give everyone a job. Just because there's not enough room for everyone to help cook the dinner doesn't mean there aren't important ways for them to help. For each meal, divide up the tasks that need to get done after the meals. Tasks that can be divvied up are loading the dishwasher, wiping down all the counters and tables, taking out the trash, and unloading the dishwasher once it's run. If you're staying in hotels, the same principle can apply. Assign one person each day to pack the snacks for the day's outings. Another to determine the best route to follow to get to your destination, and another to clean out the cars at the end of the day. By giving each person in your group a specific task and rotating those tasks among everyone, each person will be chipping in to make things run smoothly. Tip number six is a simple one say thank you. One morning, I had spent about 45 minutes cooking breakfast for my family, only to have one of our family members come into the kitchen and start talking about how the eggs weren't very yellow and I must have only used egg whites. Let me tell you, that was not what I wanted to hear after cooking breakfast for 10 people. A simple thank you was all I wanted to make my efforts feel worthwhile. This is a quick and easy tip, but it may be the most important one to keep the peace in your group. 
coaching and reminding all the people in your group from the littles to the bigs to say thank you when someone else does a job will help everyone feel appreciated and keep resentment at bay. So make sure everyone in your group is making a conscious effort to thank the person who made their meal, coordinated an outing, drove a carload of people to a destination, or cleaned up after the group. It will go a long way. Trust me. And tip number seven is plan, but be flexible. When coordinating activities for your large group, it's easy to get caught up in the idea of a group vacation and think that every person needs to participate in every activity. The problem is that not everyone in your group will want to do the same things, and some people will need more downtime than others. What we discovered was that by scheduling large group activities every other day, we had flexibility on the opposite days to give each person the opportunity to choose their own activities. The way this looked for us was, on Sunday, we explored a state park, lighthouse and small lakefront town that were about 45 minutes from where we were staying. On Tuesday, we all took a ferry to visit two islands in Lake Erie. And on Thursday, we went to Cedar Point Amusement Park. These were all very time-intensive and energy-intensive activities, so we left the opposite days fairly open. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we split into smaller groups to do half-day activities, like exploring local museums, going go-kart racing, exploring local beaches, going for walks, or just playing games around the house. This also gave the introverts in our group an opportunity to stay home by themselves and recharge their batteries, which ensured there weren't any meltdowns from anyone in the group, regardless of their age. All in all, our multifamily vacation ended up being a great experience for us all. We were able to enjoy some great family time together while exploring a part of the country none of us had seen before. I hope these tips are helpful for you and would love to hear if you have any additional tips for your multifamily vacations. You can leave them in the comment section on the online version of this episode or on my Facebook page. And remember to hop on over to emails.com. Again, that's emails, just like it sounds, dot com to sign up for 14 days of risk-free trying out their meal planning system. You can choose from more than 15 meal plan styles to fit your family's eating style and size, ranging from clean eating and 30-minute meals to low-calorie and paleo. If you're not sure what plan to choose, no problem. You can switch plans at any time. So go over to emails.com and sign up today. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home 